My dad, not alpha male what, whatsoever. Like, whatsoever. Um, he's not feminine, but he's just very high. He's like very caring, soft-spoken, doesn't yell. Yeah. I was joking the other day, like, if a light bulb went out in a house, he would call somebody. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> he's, you know, he didn't have a bunch of tools in the, in the garage. Not who he was. <laughs> no, no. Um, but my friend's dad, like, alpha male, full of testosterone, mm-hmm. just yoked in his 60s, like, <laughs> seven, six of the seven summits. He, he's a businessman with a ton of money. And he's always looking for opportunities. Sure. And, and he just, he goes in and finds all these weird opportunities. I think he, he gave the local sporting company, the local sporting goods store, some money or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in return, they gave him basically a pallet of paintballs and <laughs> like 30 paintball guns. It's like, here you go, man. Yeah. So there were, there were like, we lived, it was this small town in Montana and he works out, he worked out all these weird deals. Like all, all these people would need money. Was, was, <laughs> was that land like kind of like the nicest spot in town? So the guy across the street, Ron Wolf, who I also worked for, he was like the guy that owned all the land. Okay. Um, and then. Charlie Siddle, who I lived with, they were business partners, essentially. Got it. Okay. But he, like, you'd go to the pizza place, and we'd always be eating, you know, you'd spend the whole summer eating at one pizza place in town. There's not a whole lot of options. Sure. But you'd be eating at this one restaurant every single night because he had a $5,500 meal credit <laughs> to that pizza place. So <laughs> we got to eat here a lot. That's like, like dumb stuff like that. Yeah. So we got a pallet of paintballs and 25 paintball guns. Okay. And the Boy Scout troop goes up to Montana. <laughs> so it's maybe 10 little boys. We're probably eight years old at the time, oh maybe nine. So we're little, but we're big enough where we yeah. can get beat up by the adults a little bit. So we get thrown in the pond and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But they have the great idea of having a paintball match in the woods on Ron's property. And Ron has thousands of acres. It's just endless yeah. woods and all kinds of cool stuff on his land. So we go out. And it's the kids versus the adults. So it's three dads, three adults versus 10 kids. <laughs> <laughs> Capture the flag. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and almost right away, they didn't tell us, but the adults had the tuned up guns that fired extra fast and, and hurt extra, extra hard. Great for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we learned. Yeah. And so we find... A bunch of rusted out cars, and we think we're so clever. We're like giggling, and oh, we got them this time. We're going to sneak up on them. They're going to walk right past us. They're not going to know we're in these cars, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to get our flag, and we're going to get them. We get in these cars, and then all of a sudden, they find us right away, <laughs> and we're pinned down in these you cars. Can't move. Yeah. <laughs> and the paintballs are ricocheting off like, the inside <laughs> cars, like, I'm like ah! Oh my gosh. <laughs> All freaking out in these rusty ass uh-huh. cars in this woods. They're just lighting us up. Is that probably uh, the first time you'd ever been shot by a paintball before? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> it was a miserable experience because they had, n- there was no mercy given oh whatsoever. <laughs> it did not matter that we were nine years old. <laughs> and they're like, and what's the lesson boys? Uh, yeah. That's how, that's how they believed you're taught. You're taught the hard way. Sure. And then you'll learn your lesson or did- you don't. Did you do like Eagle Scout stuff too? No, I dropped off probably after fifth grade. Cub Scouts, Little Boy Scouts. Yeah. Well, you, you did it because everybody else was doing it and then yeah. everybody else dropped off. So then. Uh. When I was a kid, my parents made it sound like, actually, my 
my dad said a very uh, unkind thing, but I at the time I didn't know any better. He said, Boy Scouts are for kids who aren't good at sports. I'm like, that feels like a weird description. Only in hindsight, you'd be like, my parents didn't want to take me to more stuff. Yeah. Like, we're tired of taking you places. But I didn't know any better. I thought, I'm like, that kind of seems really judgmental. And now as a parent, I'm like, yeah, I don't want my kids signing up for everything they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it would get annoying to just take your kids places all day. All you're doing is driving your kids around. Yeah, it's just the logistics of the next activity my kids do. Yeah. Yeah, they're, the kids are busy. Love days. my kids. Well, and so I, I read a, a book on... Uh, developmental psychology not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the key problems in a child's development is their lives are so structured nowadays. There isn't regular, just free creative time anymore. Just like to play. Or to yeah, do. it's always yeah. one activity to the other and you're having to do homework and you're having to, you you're, you know, you're, you're, you need to get good grades and you're in the second grade. So yeah. grades don't fucking matter in second grade. And they don't even matter in, in high school, as I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Um, but everything is so structured now, they can't go learn and develop on their own and they can't create, they, they can't develop critical reasoning skills. They can't, um, solve problems on their own. They can't determine the risk, uh, like how to actually do a proper risk analysis. Like, mm-hmm. is this risky or not? Yeah. Uh, and, and so you have all of these kids getting out to the real world. So the real world doesn't care about them, but they're completely un- unequipped for it. It's quite fascinating. I think the... Maybe we've talked about this actually on a podcast before. I think that like teaching your children safety thing is a fascinating conversation because I, I think that maybe um, traditional wisdom, be like you want to teach your kids to be safe. But a lot of that, how that bears out is you keep your kids from anything that could ever be remotely dangerous in any scenario. Yeah. But like that's probably not teaching them like the right lessons. Um, and I had a friend talk to me about how he... Um, not encourage his children to do dangerous things, but it's like if you're doing something that could be dangerous, your responsibility is to be to be careful, to to like go into that situation with a lot of care. So it's like even if it's dangerous, fine. But don't treat it like you can't get hurt because you can get hurt doing that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really like interesting kind of middle ground where it's like, sure, there are plenty of things that are dangerous. It's dangerous driving to school. But if you have like an understanding of, well, if I walk on, you know, this rock wall that's 10 feet tall, if you like treat it with some sort of care and like a level of seriousness while you're like walking along it, fine, totally fine. Yeah. But if you treat it like I'm just going to run as fast as I can and jump off the side, what could happen? Stuff can happen. Well, all, all these kids are so protected growing up and I, I watched it. It was amazing. Freshman year, you get to college and they just go nuts. They just go nuts mm-hmm. because... Okay, great. You protect your child flawlessly until they're 18 years old. Then they, they go into reality. You can't protect them anymore. They go off into reality and they're exposed to the real world. You didn't gear them up for the real world. They don't even know what to do. They're used to their mistakes getting mopped up by mom and dad. Dude, they just go nuts. Yeah. I mean, it is just chaos. Chaos. All these kids. I mean, oh my God. They just like, it's shocking watching all these people just go absolutely nuts because they've Oh my, so there's no rules? Oh, great. This is fantastic. I've had rules my whole life. And then pandemonium. I do find the uh, the topic of, you know, like college freshmen who start drinking and like have start having like a real issue with that. I do find that topic really fascinating because um, typically the students who like do engage in that, but have like a level of responsibility, it 
was not a novelty to them when they got to college. I'm not saying you should start having your kids drink when they're 14 years old, but I am saying that. Well, Aaron's saying that, but like that, I've um, I've asked like multiple uh, like friends or um, you know like friends of my parents or just people who have kids who are in high school going to college. Like how how do you have that conversation? And it was like remove the stigma of you're not allowed to do this no matter what. And if you do, it's going to be bad. Don't you do it? Because like, that's how, that's how you convince somebody to do something. Yeah. And basically the idea was you find ways to remove the stigma, make it not like this novelty thing that they've never been able to do before, but now they can, cause they don't have rules. It's like, once you remove that, like if you've raised your children to have any sort of understanding of responsibility, um, like self agency, like, that's not the thing you have to worry about anymore. And I thought that was a really fascinating way to kind of go into that because that, obviously that would apply to other things too. Yeah. A good example of that growing up, I didn't have a curfew. Ever? So, no, never. There was never a time where I had to be home. Uh, but it was, there was a common understanding. Like, don't, don't push it and there won't be problems. And every once in a while, you go up against the guardrail and sure. you're reminded like, hey, by the way, you, you, you got a little close there. So let's, let's go back to... Let's go back to where we should be. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like showing up at 3 a.m. Yeah. And like not having communicated anything. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, yeah, you do that one or two times. And they're like, we probably shouldn't do that again. Like, yeah, that, that was dumb. Got it. I was taking advantage. Yeah. And then you go back to base. But if you, if you have a rule, then there's something to break. And you want to you push the hell out of that. And then you get grounded. And then now you're resentful. And, yeah. But yeah, never, never had a curfew. Never had a problem. So it was never like, oh, man. We should stay out late. Like there was never any of that sneaking around because I'm not allowed to do this. But like, let's just do it because that's what kids do. They kind of rebel in those ways. Yeah, but that never felt like a a thing that felt sneaky or something you could get away with because it it wasn't a boundary to begin with. Yeah, exactly. there wasn't a rule. Yeah, there wasn't a say. need to be sneaky. Yeah, and then you didn't feel like you needed to take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I think that's interesting. <laughs> and maybe I'm an outlier, but uh, my brother and my sister it was the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, welcome to the Build With Internal Podcast, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> Curfews. Curfews. Underage drinking. Should we have them? We do not condone underage drinking at Buildwood. We don't. And I think now everybody's... No, Briscoe is not 21 yet. Matt's mm. close. He has to be close. He has to be really That's close. That's what I thought. I thought he was right around there. Yeah. I, I was asked. And you're like, was, dude, I'm 26. And you, get, and you can legally drink? <laughs> yeah. I was asked the first time I was asked if I, I could legally drink. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm 27. <laughs> I have a beard. I have a full beard. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full-grown man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, so that said, there's very few opportunities for anyone at Buildwood to do any underage drinking. Yeah, good. Good. There that's, we go. That's great. We've taken care of that. HR, there you go, Nikki. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Uh, well, here on the Build It Internal podcast, we always have a little topic we want to, to dive into. Uh, well, sometimes it's a big topic. Sometimes it is a big topic. Yeah. Um, it varies. You know, the last one we did was services, talking about the services crew, a bunch of good people there. I would say that's a big topic. It's a big topic. Yeah. Uh, I have a topic that's maybe a little more reflective. In the scope of our, our business, what are you not stressed or anxious about? And let me preface this with saying, you don't necessarily have to, and I'm not, I'm not uh, saying that you are stressed or anxious about anything else. And maybe you are, maybe you're not. But like in your brain, what is, 
what are you like? Oh, that is humming along. Like, I know that's happening. I know that's going in a really great way. Um, that it like doesn't feel like it's a thing you're stressed or anxious about. I've been, I've been stressed this year quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but not in a bad way. Um, I don't think stress is necessarily bad Mm -mm. unless it, it, you take it in a bad way. You don't know how to process it or do anything with it. I think you have to, I mean, it's, it's like, it's just kind of a stupid example. It might be overused, but okay. You want to go make your muscles bigger. You have to put them under stress and strain. Like you, you, that, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Uh, you have to put it under under stress and strain. Um, and so I feel like this year we've grown dramatically. And so I've been under significant stress as a result because there's just more demanded of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm required to have more skills and be a better communicator and think about different thoughts. And like I've never worked as hard as I am right now. Yeah, I, I don't think. Like my capacity for work is has gone way up, which is pretty extraordinary. How I can go, I mean, shoot, like podcasting, for example. You know, you do you do two of these, you're pretty wiped out. But I'll do two of these, and then I'll have a a, a meeting with some big time people, and then another meeting. You just kind of have to keep and, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have the opportunity to just stop right now and rest. Um. So I think that's why I've been stressed as we've grown so substantially that. I've been, I'm pushing the limits of what I'm capable of. You really had to kind of to stretch that capacity. So I think that's where the stress is coming from Mm -hmm. is there's just more demanded of me than ever before. And I think I've been stressed all throughout the business. It's just the weight is getting greater and greater and greater because there's just, the stakes are higher. There's more people, there's more money. There's other people outside of our business at play. There's more customers now, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) shoot, we just... At, at most, we've uh, we've had like what twenty twenty five companies, and now we're getting into the hundreds yeah. of 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 companies mm-hmm. that are depending on us to provide for them in a certain way. Um, so there's a lot there, but I want to say that it's a most of the time it's a good stress. Have I gone a little off the rails in a few different ways? A few days in the past three months, yeah, sure. I have. I've had some days where I wake up just scared shitless um but i'm able to reel it back in pretty quick yeah it's almost like if there's kind of a maybe a new thing that's come on your plate or uh it's not something you've necessarily had to like deal with before or to kind of work your way through it i feel like that's kind of where that like healthy version of stress comes it's like i don't have the answer for this thing yet i'm not stressed that it will be um resolved but like i have to I have to work this through the solution between now and the the end of this thing. Well, and I feel like that's that's where a lot of like I think stress like comes out for me and a lot of what we do is like that's this is like a hard thing and I know what, how this ends. But I don't have all 10 steps to get there yet. So that's like the stressful thing is I have to find those things. For me, I mean I think that's where anxiety materializes is I don't know how it ends. Sure. Sure, sure. So I have a I have a a result that I hope for, of course. <laughs> and if I work hard towards, maybe it'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, hard work is not just it. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the sole f- differentiator. It's not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and so there is that unknown, which I think causes the anxiety. Sure. But I, I mean, every morning it's you know, I'm going to do my best today, and if that's not 
If that's not enough, that's not enough. But I did my best. Can't control past that. Yeah. So all of that said, I, I've been really pleasantly surprised with the quality of people we have within our business. I mean, it's like everywhere I look, yeah. there's just really sound examples of, wow, these are, these are solid, solid individuals. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Solid people. <laughs> um, and that's awesome. For how quickly we grew and scale, like there's supposed to be total pandemonium. We're, you're not supposed to be able to triple the size of a, a company nearly headcount wise and have the result we had. I don't think it's supposed to be that positive, but we put in so much time and energy um, in the front end on our values, our mission, mm-hmm. our culture, our hiring process. We had great, you know, we, we attracted great people to begin with and those great people attracted all of the great people we have. So I don't really stress about our team and the quality of our team. I don't stress about the, the fundamentals of the plan here. Mm-hmm. I had to, there was a conversation the other day and I said, you know, guys, I, I'm, yeah, am I stressed? Sure, I'm stressed because we're, we're, our chips are in the middle of the table right now. Yeah. But that said, uh, I'm also pretty damn confident in the hand I'm holding right now. Like, it's not for sure, for certain. Sure. I haven't seen everybody's cards yet, but this is a hell of a hand. Yeah. A hell of a hand. And so I would be concerned if we were going up against a bunch of competitors or focused on making a shitload of money or, selling snake oil or whatever it is, but we're not. We have a legitimate solution to a legitimate problem uh, and are serving a market that is dying for someone to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. And we're coming to them saying, yeah, we can do that in a few different ways. We can help get your name out there. We can tell your story. That's one. We can help you train your people and retain your people and get people hired. I mean, we, we really can solve that problem from multiple fronts and that's a really powerful place to be. So I would be I would be anxious and I would be really worried if I didn't wholeheartedly believe in what we're doing, our product and how it's going to further our mission, really make the dirt world a better place, but I think we're on the mark. Yeah. And if we're not, we're not far off. Like we're we're within the we're 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 kind of there. Mm-hmm. We're kind of there. Um and so now it's just a matter of of delivering. So I, I don't have legitimate worry about the solutions we're providing uh, or the role we're playing in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, travel's been a breeze. It's been tough. Um, we've been all over, but it's awesome right now. But the access we have is is wild. Is yeah, uh, just. Absolutely incredible to be able to call, you know, the dealer, the text, the dealer principal of, of a large cat dealer. Hey, can we come by next week? We had something fall through. Can we do something. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then we end up doing a, you know, 25 minute video on, on scraper repowers yeah, and, and they get us in with Sukit. And every time I message Sukit, they're like, kick rocks. And, and, you know, there I am with Sukit without even thinking of it. It's just, it's, it's a, that's a wild, wild, wild place to be. That's taken a lot of years to get to. And it's still pretty surreal to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Overall, I'm really not that. I don't really have a lot of legitimate concerns. Like, should things be better? Yeah. Sure. Do we have areas that, that need a lot of improvement? Yeah. We have, we have holes. I personally have a lot of uh, 
a lot of room to grow, a lot of area to cover to be, I think, as capable as I need to be right now. But overall, I'm not that legitimately concerned. Uh, could I ask, not the inverse, but um, you referenced like, you know, sure, we've got, you know, some holes or some things to improve. Um, without getting into any of like, you know, media team needs to do this better, uh, services need none of that, but just like, are there, are there any themes that have kind of bubbled up into the leadership team that, um, you're seeing that like our, our, our crew as a collective thing could, could be doing better, um, or just could, you know, could stand to focus on in the next, you know, phase or whatever. Um, I think discipline over the, the organization needs to be a little higher. Um, I, I, I think we need to be careful with the details. And like, for example, with the team meeting, you know, the team meeting, that's, that's a huge expense. And if we don't treat it right, it can be a risk for our business. True. Huge expense. Yeah. Monster. Um, but we've, we've really thought carefully about that. We've done the math on it. I genuinely believe it's in our best interest with where we're at to gather as a team. And we have evidence that that <laughs> is the case. Yeah. And, and let's have fun. Let's, let's enjoy. Let's, let's, let's come together. I think it's going to be awesome. But at the same time, if someone comes in hungover, you know, the next day, 10 minutes late, I'm just going to ask them to leave. Yeah. Because we, we're just not there as a business anymore. We're, we're, we're in this bigger, much bigger league. Yeah. And there's a lot more being asked of us than ever before. And we need everybody functioning at that high level. And so if you can't, if you can't pick up on those fundamental details and just maintain that simple level of discipline, mm -hmm. mm -mm, it's just not going to work. Yeah. I don't care how talented you are. It's just not going to work at the end of the day because everybody needs to be buttoned up. Everybody needs to be delivering at a high level. That's not to say we can't make mistakes and do anything like that, but it's just like the basic details. I think I, what we need to do a little bit better, better job at, um, we need to be pushing the limits of our culture. I think with financial pressure, being scrappy, being a startup, there's a temptation to just focus on sales and growth and, and, oh, we need more and this and that. Yeah. And you, you put the, the cultural component on the back burner. You put the training and development, the develop 3X people on, 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 on pause for a second. And <clears throat> I, th I, th we need to be even more aggressive at that. It might look a little different. We might have less dollars to allocate to it, mm -hmm. but how can we be more creative in how we develop one another, develop ourselves? I think we need to do better there. It starts with me. All of this starts with me. Yeah. The discipline starts with me. The investment, the develop 3X people starts with me. And I think a lot of it's just down to time. We just need more time to let this thing bake. Like we've got a tasty cake in the oven right now. It just needs a little bit more time to bake. Sure. And that's what the function of the investment really is. The function of the investment, bringing on all this additional capital, we're not going to have an influx in hiring. Uh, it's not going to be like before where, oh, thank God, we can go do all now this we go stuff hire now. All the people we need. Yeah, yeah. The money is really just to keep what we're doing going. And there will be some adjustments. We don't want to just drive people into the dirt. I understand that. Um, but it's mostly just, it's, it's really just to keep what we're doing going. Because if we stay on the path, I really think it's going to yield some remarkable results. Mm -hmm. It already is. There's already some really good stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, but that's only getting started. Yeah. And from like a sales standpoint, even we're in the slowest period of sales in the construction industry. No one buys in August. No one. 
just because they're busy doing what they're doing. They're they're building stuff. They're solving problems. They're flat out right now. But as the weather starts to get cooler into the winter, stuff starts to slow down. Is that when that's a big? Big time. Uh-huh. That's when we're going to be sitting there. Like, you guys ready to do some marketing? You guys ready to do some training? Because we got come it. Come on down. We can help you out. That's interesting then that we'll. I'll be standing there with a big old cowboy hat. Well, yeah. Come on down. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This Saturday only. <laughs> yeah. Can we get one of those uh, wacky inflatable arm flailing two mans outside of the building? Oh, just... boy. Yeah, we'll have them all over. It'll be so just for build training. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that you, you kind of mentioned where we are in the like sales season that we will have kind of cut our teeth in terms of like what that sales process is and how we like bring people into the product. And, you know, because our business has changed so much since the last winter. Yeah. That when we, we roll into that season where it's like, you know, our potential customers are now like hungry to buy and have the time to buy and have the time to focus that way. And obviously we are getting sales already, of course, but I think that's going to be really fascinating because we've really just kind of been doing the practice for it up, mm-hmm. up to that point. Yeah. It's, it's really good timing because the, I mean, services is going to be in a really good spot Yeah, going into this, this period. And then training, the product is, we've hashed out a lot of the problems we're we're making it a lot better mm-hmm. based on real feedback. We're really driving content right now. So by the time everybody's ready to buy, I mean, a sales process is dialed in, customer success process is dialed in, um, development's rocking and rolling. We're, we're in a really, really strong position going into October, November, December. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and be a part of. Yeah, because I, I mean, I think there will, will be a certain level of, you know, our our team has a, a pretty good handle on, you know, here's how we bring pe- new people into this. Here's kind of what those conversations have looked like that have gone well. And now it's, hopefully it kind of feels a little bit like an open season where it's just like now the majority of the industry, if they're interested, if they've been interested, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that'll be an exciting time for our company. Totally. Um, looking forward or looking ahead to the team meeting in September. Um, what about that are you excited about? I'm most excited because a lot of our business is faces on on computer screens. And I'm excited to actually see yeah. the humans we have at our business in one room mm-hmm. and just feel feel that. Because a lot of these people do kind of filter in and out of the office through yeah, the months, yeah. but it's never yeah. like the crew together. No, yeah. You, you, I mean, no one has ever seen our business together. No one. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. The last team meeting we had, it was just over 30 people. This is going to be nearly tripled. I mean, that's that just seeing. We only had 30 people at the last one we did? A, a little over 30. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. felt really big. It, it felt really big. We've, we've filled up a ballroom. Yeah. Uh, at, at the hotel. Now we need way more space. So this will be, okay. it'll just be, a, I think, a really welcome and needed reminder of, wow, we have some really special people. Mm-hmm. We have one hell of a team. We're all doing some incredible things. I am grateful to be a part of this group of people. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's that's what I'm most excited for is just, I think I need a reminder. I think everybody else needs a reminder of, oh, okay, all right. This is who we got on our team. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, let's go do it. I mean, it's kind of wild how much, and I know everybody has like a version of this, how much we rely on people that we've like, 
never officially met. I mean, like obviously you talk to them on the phone and talk to them on video calls and whatever. But it's like there are plenty of people who I like rely on them for a thing to do my job well. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know that person. Yeah. And so I think um I, I just have always really, really, really seen the benefit um of our of our team meetings. Even going back to the first one we did, I guess December twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, where we had everybody had like their own six foot table and it was that was awesome that was a weird time the good old days the good old days this office <laughs> had construction had not begun yet it was just a big uh-huh. barn yeah um but even from then it, i i think <clears throat> I, i've always really really seen the value and um, i know for me personally i've really tried to lean into um like spending r- real time with those people while we're all here together mm-hmm. you know I, I think i probably treat it um, maybe a little less like the nine to five like thing, and like you know, I'm I know that I'm investing a big chunk of my time for the time that we're all together those first three days of the week. Yeah, um, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, it's that's everything. Like we've invested all this money into the business. What have we got out of it? People, people, people. I don't have this big factory to point to. Like, yeah, here's the factory. Like all that investment. Bought a lot of plant and equipment. We're good to get yeah. No, it's it's human capital. Like that's that's the investment, that room, those people. Like that's that is what's going to really make the dirt world a better place. And yeah, we have product and and we have um you know, photos all and assets stuff, yeah. and that kind of stuff, but all it all stems from human beings at the end of the day. And I think that really goes along with, you know, on maybe it was the intern, I don't know which podcast, but talking about you know, we we don't get out of the workforce problem um, by just like throwing more money at it. It's like we people our way out. I think it was the phrase you had had used. And I think it's important to remember that like we our company has to live that out and like show that like people are like that valuable resource because I think it's it's just garbage if like we preach that to all like these companies that work with us. Like yeah, treat your people better. Like treat them as like your main asset. Like, but if like if if our company's not doing that, then it's it's just kind of like preaching and not yeah um not any real like advice or um any level of care if we're not doing it in the first place yeah and we're i mean in that regard far from perfect there's a million For sure. a million changes i want to make but at the end of the day with again with what what we've been given where we're at i feel like we're in a pretty good spot everything considered yeah. and i i need honestly i need a, a i just need a, a reminder of yeah this is clearly why i get that sometimes out in the field and all that's fun to me but um it's it's hard some days it's just numbers yeah and and just stress um and it'll be a welcome reminder like what what like when i met with bob chapman what he said is you've you've you know how many people do you have about 80 like you've 80 reasons why Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I try never to lose sight of that, but sometimes it's, you just get so caught up in the whirlwind of it all. Just the business. Yeah. And you don't see those 80 people. So yeah. you're not getting that daily reminder of, oh, wow, we, we do have all these people. Um, I think it's the perfect time to just get that reminder of, oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah. I hope everybody, I guess this will probably come out. Like two weeks before, something like that. Before, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So uh, looking forward to to seeing our whole crew 
here in Nashville. I think it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, I well, can't wait. For an internal podcast. I think that was pretty strong. Um, thanks for uh, the transparency. And um, I think there's like a certain level of reflection on like, it's easy to say like, yeah, these things like feel really good. And like, I'm, I love seeing that these are going really well. But I think also like, I, I appreciate um, like a certain level of like those talking about those themes that we're like seeing in our company. That's like, here's some things we could probably all do better and not just a, you guys need to do better because I'm really doing it well. Like, I think that's like a weird place for you, for you to speak from. But I, because like you've talking before, it's like, you know, we've got be the example as one of our, our values, but like that, it does start with you. Yeah. And so I think, um, I appreciate you kind of speaking to that. It's like, I, I need to do a better job so that we all do a better job of that thing. And frankly, like from a performance standpoint right now, I'm doing a pretty fucking good job. <laughs> um, seriously. Yeah. Like I, I've, I, I have a lot of confidence right now. Cause it's like, I really am giving this everything I got. I look in the mirror at the end of the day. I'm like, check. Yep. I, I gave it, man. I have nothing more to give. I mean, that's why I go to bed at eight o'clock right now. Cause I'm just, I'm giving so much during the day. There's not much left. I, Dude, I just, I can't stay up. I just crash. I'm just done. Just done. But I'm also my biggest critic. I'm, I'm, I'm also my big, like I, yeah. I am, I, I shit on myself every hour of every day of every week. There's so much. And, um, it's such a weird balance of trying to balance. Like, yes, I need to instill confidence in our people and our business and investors. And I need to be strong and optimistic and guys, we're going in a really cool direction. Cause we are. Fan, un- unbelievable direction yeah but then <laughs> on the other side it's like i'm 27 i still don't know how to handle emotions all that effectively i still can't grow facial hair i i'm not wholly self-confident there's there's you know i'm i get ang- i get anxiety sure i am i'm afraid sometimes i'm sad sometimes i'm 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 going through a lot of these emotions that everybody else is feeling um and it's like where's that where's that balance mm-hmm well, I think, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out together. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, I don't know. Cool. I don't know what that's worth, but. Well, I appreciate it, Aaron. Thanks for talking about that. Uh, that is an internal podcast. Thanks, y'all, for uh, everybody who continues to send in some questions and some topics. I do appreciate that. Uh, if you've got ideas uh, for things we should talk about or things that you definitely wish we would talk about uh you can email me at alex at buildwit.com um or just slack me also appropriate mm-hmm. it may be worth having a uh pre-team meeting show like team meeting warm-up yeah just, like talk about team meeting like, here's like, what's gonna happen here's what to expect yeah, yeah I bring, like that. bring nikki in yeah just kind of just overview yeah expectations like roughly what will be going through it's a good idea basically like we can schedule it to be the one that comes out that Friday. Yeah. Here's, um, here's the songs good. we'll be singing together. Yeah. So make sure you practice them over the weekend. Yeah, make sure you know come. the lyrics. Yeah. It's important. Here's the outfit <laughs> for the first night. Here's the, here's the theme. Yeah. Christmas theme, by the way. Yes. Spoiler alert. It's Christmas theme. It's in September. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone dress up as Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Have you, have you ever been to SantaCon? No, but that's exactly what I thought of when you said it. Dude, I went one year in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. 
hilarious. I was in New York while it was happening. And there's just drunk Santas everywhere. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But I, w- I did not go with because at the time I was like, what is this? Now yeah. I like have friends who've well, done it. And- so, so it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> in San Francisco, it's in Union Square. Mm-hmm. It's a big area. Chock full of Santas. Chock full of Santas. Santas everywhere you look. <laughs> but that's not the best part. The best part is about 4 p.m. that day. You're walking through San Francisco, checking out all the piss drunk Santas, just stumbling there, stumbling around (laughs) everywhere in San Francisco. (laughs) They're everywhere. It's such, Uh, it's yeah, it's such a bizarre uh, thing. But I do uh, love that, like some people, that's like part of their thing. It's like, oh yeah, every year we got to go to do SantaCon and wherever it happens. I did it once. I'm like, okay, this was good. (laughs) (laughs) So yep, uh, that's the theme. Yeah, so it's SantaCon. Look forward to seeing y'all here in Nashville in a couple weeks. Uh, I guess for Aaron, I'm Alex Horton. Thanks for the Build It Internal podcast. See you next time, everybody.